0: Welcome to this edition of Thrive LGBT Plus Podcast, where common plus unity equals community. Our podcast discussions include topics important to the LGBT plus community, concerning the impact of religious stigma at large and finding freedom and healing from spiritual abuse. With that said, we also embrace joy and like to have a lot of fun, too. And now, from Orlando, Florida, here is Thrive president and host, Randy Thomas. Hi, everybody. Uh,
1: This is Randy, as he just said, and I'm so excited for today. Our Thrivecast today has our first repeat guest, and you're going to love her again, Suzanne DeWitt-Hall and um, Diane DeWitt-Hall. They're both here today, so we're going to talk about Suzanne's new book, Uh, Sex with God. So um, to start off, I want to read you this description of the book itself. Um, Okay, so this is the description. I bet you haven't read this kind of a description on a book in a while. Um, But the book Sex with God uh, description says, involving God in your sex life may sound scandalous, but sexuality was designed by our creator and is saturated with the very being of God so why not invite the divine in? The concept may feel awkward at first because we've been trained by purity culture and centuries of mistrust of our bodies and our desires, but God wants to be part of all we do. God is already there when you are naked with your beloved. Let me say that again. (laughs) God is already there when you are naked with your beloved. God is within you and within them, and between you both be brave, enter into that presence. You have the power to transform sex into worship of God with God. little provocative, huh? Okay. Well, I am so excited uh, to learn more about this. If I can find my screen again. Hi. Hey. Um, and uh, I just want to welcome to the Thrivecast, Suzanne and Diane DeWitt-Hall. Hi.
2: <laughs> hello, hello, Randy. So glad to join you again.
1: Good to see you too. And I, um, I guess the first obvious question would be, what What's your book about? What's an overview of your book?
2: Well, it's um, the 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 real focus has kind of two strands. One is um, acknowledging and honoring uh, the divine presence in the person that you are with physically. And in acknowledging the presence of God with you when you are with that person. So it's sort of, um, you know, inviting God into our uh, sexual intimacy is the the central theme. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, the the strangest thing, I was in church every Sunday for like 20-something years And I never heard that spoken from the pulpit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'm so glad that you've, you're like, it would seem obvious. I mean, God is what, omniscient, omnipresent, um, omnipotent. Um, So the divine would be there. The divine is very interested in sex or the divine wouldn't have made it so wonderful. Right. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh-huh. <You> know, right. <laughs> right i mean us being made in the image and likeness of god there and given the importance as you were saying not not just the wonderfulness but also the importance to um humans and to all of creation really um that it's got to be some characteristic of god that we don't really understand but we're certainly mm-hmm. invited into there's nothing wrong with contemplating that um and people are very afraid of doing that or uncomfortable but
1: um it's correct. Uh, you know, it's it's very interesting because I, the power of sex. Uh, I, a lot of times, it's just reduced to instinct. You know, and it's just something that we do, and th- this, that, and the other. But I, uh, you know, without getting into details, it can be transcendent, and I know that. Um, and people are so afraid to talk about, you know, that that the whole reason that that happens is not only for emotional intimacy, relational intimacy, it's fun. And you get to a point where, you know, and, and again, we're, I'm I'm going to be family friendly kind of, but, um, and it's, and it's sad that I have to be, I have to throw out the disclaimer, but there's that moment. That can be transcendent, and it's not just Mm. something that, you know, you work toward and you get, but it could be a transcendent moment, and it could be an act of worship. I mean, God tells us to, Mm. you know, as as a Christ follower, and I'm sure in other religions, the divine tells us to worship them in all things. We're a part of the Mm. divine in all things, so why wouldn't that moment be an act of worship, and why are people afraid to say that?
2: right i think the phrase i don't remember if you read it um when you were reading the description or if it's somewhere else but there's a concluding phrase that says that we can transform um our sexual intimacy into an act of worship of god Mm -hmm. with god um Mm -hmm. and you know i'm not sure where it came from either Mm -hmm. but i am frequently saying that sex we often um diminish it or, or or equate it with um, urination or defecation, as if it's just this bodily bodily function that we should be ashamed of, when clearly it's a lot more than that. I mean, if you look at the procreation aspects, just that aspect, we're co-creating souls with God when that happens. That's a pretty big
0: deal, right? That's a
2: pretty big deal. That elevates it significantly from going to the bathroom. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> and then, as you're saying, there's there's so much more that it's not, not simply an act of procreation that that all creatures do in one form or another. There's something very special about human um, sexual activity, which is mm-hmm. um, it doesn't have those properties that you're saying it's mm-hmm. relational and it's it's has so much pleasure. And it has that transcendent element, that element of, um, of of orgasm where it's you're you're kind of literally no longer in the same kind of space. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so it's, it, it's, it's and, strange.
1: And if anybody's listening or watching this Thrivecast and you're not having that kind of sex, keep working on it.
2: which is also one of the goals of the book right i mean that's
1: (laughs) (laughs) right i mean i mean and and there you know and if somebody is out there and they're like well you know i i've never considered that you know i'm like consider it consider it you don't know how much more you might be getting out of the that particular uh fundamental enjoyment of life if you do consider that. And I think this book is a great resource. It's a needed resource. And maybe someday somebody will start preaching it from the pulpit too. <laughs> so well, well, I it's funny that you ahead. should
2: uh, mention that aspect because um, my Dolce was talking about how long this book has been in the coming. And I hadn't realized, but I've been writing about, I wrote Theology of Desire. Um, that book came out uh, last year. And that was something I'd been writing about, for a long time, about a decade, and but this one specifically focusing on sex, um, I've I was only actively working on for you know a year or two. Mm-hmm. Dolce was saying, "No, you've been writing this for like twelve years, or at least you know." And I started thinking about it, and when we were both attending the the conservative church in which we met, I had been trying to talk to the rector's council at that time about having a, a class of a, a study or something about sex because it's so important to us uh, with things that happen in the culture it's important to us personally it creates a lot of problems like we often um it gets us in a lot of messes emotional and relational messes frequently can be uh come about by uh through our through our sex drive and not kind of um really thinking things through you know we're, we're driven so we respond to drives rather than uh, from a more thoughtful perspective um, and from a faith-based perspective, asking God to come in and, and, you know, has nothing to do with shame or with purity culture, asking to God to come in and, and exploring what that means. And it does seem so important that churches embrace that, um, get on board as part of the call for helping people be whole. And healed um, from right. problems in the past, and but they're afraid, um, and they run away from it. <laughs> yeah. They, so this church was like, no, no way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that that also that just you know, I really want to chime in in agreement with you on that. Is that sex is such an important part of who we are and it reflects the image of God in us, in the other. And when the two come come together, we reflect the image of God in a way that we can't do alone. And one of the few moments where we can see that transcendence is when we're having sex. And so I think that's that when we don't realize how important how we can invite the divine into our sex lives we're not getting the full benefit of understanding God yeah, um, right. God made oh, this the most intense uh, moment of intimacy and if you can't enjoy that which your your term purity cultures and and shame have destroyed we've missed out on a very 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 important characteristic of the divine. And uh, we've suffered for it.
2: Hmm. Well, I was just thinking of the phrase "on earth as it is in heaven," and you're talking about you know potentially does orgasm reflect what um, heaven? You know the 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 state of uh, because I you know I don't really view heaven as like a place you know which it's, it's the, <laughs> the the with the golden streets and all those things and the angels singing. <laughs> I uh, you know. I, more of a state, a state of oneness, a state of unity, a state of where we are, you know, are outside of the constraints of our bodies are able to more fully merge with right. each other, with God, with the, you know, all the aspects of the universe. And I picture that as being, having that sort of orgasmic element to it really. Um, right. So right. Is, is that transcendent state you're talking about kind of a glimpse into what is to come? hmm
1: well, and, and uh, I totally, totally agree. And also, you know, the whole, you don't just dive in and three seconds later, you're having an orgasm. I mean, there there's the whole buildup and trust and intimacy. And it's one of the few places that I hope people can feel completely at one with and comfortable with another person. So yeah. it's the whole, it's the whole, from stem to stern, beginning to end, you know, you have that moment, but there's always the, the intimacy before and the intimacy after. And, and, and we just don't realize that all of that is, is very important to God. And I'm so glad yeah. that you wrote about it. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, that's a huge part of the book. It's, it's all about what is real intimacy because mm-hmm. this is, actuals, you know, the sex acts themselves are only one piece of this overall um, intimacy that optimally is there. I mean mm-hmm. it, when it when it, when it is just sort of the meeting of the flesh, right. it's so much less. And it isn't, I don't think, then then it's not so much sex with God, although God is, is always there. It's certainly less because there's, you know, I think it's that merging of body, mind, and spirit which is the best you know and the most I think God would would like it like for it to be it isn't always and it can't always Um,
3: that's I think you know this last week since we've started uh promoting this book is that it seems like a lot of far-right conservative white men want to really bash Suzanne about putting sex and God in the same sentence you know and I'm like you know, give me a break. Unless you want to shame someone, in, in, because they had premarital sex, or 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 they had an affair, or or what or whatever else is involved, you want to shame them, then you'll put God in the equation. But to glorify and put Him with the word sex, that's a no-no. I mean, I mean you, it's time for the purity culture and all of that shame and guilt to, to go away. In the glory and and mystical aspect of a wonderful sexual intimate relationship where God is involved is brought back into the picture and talked about. And, and I loved how you said, it'd be nice if you preached from the pulpit. It should be. And I'm noticing the support we're getting is from LGBTQI affirming pastors. That's our big support and fan base right now for yep. this book. And they're the ones that are in the front movement of making everything inclusive and everything. And, you know, taking God out of this box mm-hmm. that evangelical have put God into and, and what you said earlier it being such an intimate wonderful moment I mean I told Suzanne it begins with a cup of coffee in the morning mm. you know it begins with the way you talk to the person there's it
1: begins with ta-
3: so much more to it. you know coffee good coffee <laughs> mm. so
1: speaking of which
3: <laughs> I can get my water <laughs>
1: Well, very nice. And, you know, those white men, come on. <laughs> speaking hopefully, speaking hopefully as a white man. Said,
2: hopefully they said hat white men. Yes. Yes,
1: <laughs> white men. Well, you <laughs> know, I, I tried to be one for, you know, 20 something years. That didn't work out, but, um, and, and I do think that that's that's a that's a very important part of the whole systemic suppression of the of sexuality. If you look at all of the major um, perps, uh, people who have committed like Epstein and and all these very the Me Too movement, it's not limited yeah. to white men, but white men are all over that because they have been yeah. taught this purity culture, and that they have power to define it, to control it and to say p- what other people should do in their bedrooms instead of just minding their own business. And so I, I I'm not surprised by that at all. And as yeah. a gay white man, I'm going to lend my voice to help put down the patriarchy. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, the next question is, um, well, I was going to ask how it's been received, but we kind of went there. Um, and I, uh, I wanted to ask Diane, what has the process been for you? I know that I tried to write a memoir and I've written one. It's, it was probably more for, more for me than anybody else. But Diane um, went through uh, quite a journey as I was writing that. What was writing this book as far as Suzanne writing this book? How did you experience that, Diane? What was, what was watching her go through this process like for you?
3: Well, I've been waiting for it for a long time. Uh, the first time I read her work was about desire and theology combined together in a yearning and a closeness with God. So I've wanted her to write it for a very long time. So I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that it's out there. This is probably uh, my favorite of your work so far. Um, it, it scares me a little. She had a little trouble in the middle and I, I thought it was because this was a calling. This was something she had to do. This was something that was really needed. Um, As far as being her spouse and her writing it, I'm so proud of her I'm so proud that she's brave and that she can say things that other people won't say. I mean if you look through this book Some parts are gonna shock people people are gonna love parts of it And they're not gonna like other parts Mm -hmm. and it's really where she is and her honesty that makes this book what it is So, you know, I'm really proud. and I'm glad it's out there I kind of get the the attack because I do the PR stuff and that kind of upsets me you know, it hurts me because sometimes it's that this lesbian is writing about sex so a lesbian doesn't know about sex no it's because you think dirty if a lesbian writes about sex it's wow. not dirty she's involving god in this intimacy she's asking you for a higher um intimacy level than you ever have and she's she's just suggesting that so that bothers me and, and i've seen a lot of uh demonic gifts posted yeah. i didn't know there were so many <laughs> So the, Who are getting
1: into that kind of thing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You would be surprised the things that I see, but I am just thrilled. I think this is a calling that she has. I think it's going to heal people. And as her spouse, I'm just thrilled that it's Mm -hmm. out there. The honesty level that she enters into in this book is, um, it's going to be a blessing to everybody. It blesses me. I mean, I I can't read it and not cry still. I've read it several
1: times.
2: Mm -hmm. So, And not I to be
1: know,
2: get, I and to be—I know, I know—but <laughs> um, this book is not about me. In no. case you know people who are seeing this, who are, who are not familiar with it, it's not about me. So, um, you know, I don't want to get you give you the wrong idea that it's like my story. It isn't. That book will come, but this is not it. But <laughs> yeah.
3: so, you know, it's an intimate—it's an intimate <laughs> topic. So, yes. so some people would bother them if their spouse wrote about it. I think that it's needed so much, and she does it with such class, mm. and. Um, Dignity and and grace that I think it's perfect
1: for right now, hmm. right? And that that's why I uh, love them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you so cute! <laughs> I just want to paint your <head.
3: laughs> uh,
1: That's awesome. Well, you know, and and uh, it's interesting when you mention that the that people, you know, are lesbians right now, but uh, you know, right. it's I bet there's going to be a lot of people out there that have already stopped watching this, um, well, aren't listening anymore, because a bunch of gay people talking about sex with God, you know, and right. one of the accusations against us, um, especially LGBTQ plus people of faith, is that we're already worshiping our sexuality by identifying the uh. way that we do. Um, and this, this is so not true, (laughs) you know, you're not worshiping, um, heterosexuals are not worshiping heterosexuality when they talk about sex. Um, so why are we being accused of that? So, but it doesn't surprise me. Um, but you're not saying that we're worshiping the sex act itself. We're honoring the sex act as a gift from the divine that we should include the divine in, correct?
3: Which is something people need to see. I mean, I think I think like you're you're right. A lot of people think that LGBTQI people, it's it's all about the sex. You know, that's right. your agenda. You know, and then and that's not the agenda. The agenda is is the relationship, your life, right. <laughs> your right. daily routine, and this is just a, one way to take one aspect of, of your life and and make
2: it better and to talk about it. Well, right. one of the that one of the reasons that the timing for this book is so good is that we're increasingly seeing um, the LGBTQI uh, faith community saying, we need a new sexual ethic um, Mm -hmm. because we're rejecting purity culture. We're rejecting the concept that, you know, queer people can't have holy um, sex lives, right? That it's not like, and and in that um, rejection of purity culture, there's there's this uh, swing movement towards almost an anything goes kind of frame of mind, and it seems like the what God is 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 in between those two poles. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think generally that anything goes tends not to take into account people's inherent dignity and value um, and the fact that they are God bearers. So this book. Hopefully can help people develop their own sexual ethics contemplating these different topics They can figure out where you know It's not meant to be prescriptive and say this is what you should think <laughs> it's meant to be let God talk to you and you Talk to God and figure out what you think, you know, how do you feel about these topics? and and How how much are you honoring yourself in in how you put yourself um, out there sexually? Um, mm-hmm. how how much honoring your, your other, you know, the one who is with you or not with you, you know, maybe the other is yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah. So I think that, that the topic has been increasingly there's, you know, there's been a number of books that are coming out on the subject Mm -hmm. and, um, the time is right. We want to, we want to think about it. We want to get people want to talk about this topic Mm -hmm. and, and reclaim this ground that has been, mischaracterized for us mm. you know and 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 labeled is such a shameful thing it shouldn't <laughs> be a,
1: it isn't a shameful thing it isn't you know and and i think that even people who are perhaps not christian who aren't people of faith i think um they they would also benefit from even just reading this book In that they may not have the same view of the divine as us but to Mm -hmm. have that same respect and um, honoring the other person uh, Mm -hmm. would be a much more, I don't know. And this is just an opinion. It's not a judgment, a much more fulfilling experience. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, investing in each other as like, you don't have to believe in the divine to know or to, to honor the dignity in someone else, to honor the treasure, the treasure that they are. And, um, and the gift that, that that person is bringing is, is invaluable. And so I, I would even encourage, you know, uh, people who may, maybe aren't Christian or are of, of other faith to go ahead and yeah. read the book anyway. Um, because it, it instills a sense of dignity and treasure um, that, that I think would help with anybody in, in their sexual life. Would you agree? That's a
2: really lovely thought. Yeah. I hadn't I hadn't thought about it specifically like that, but um, I think it, it would should make it more fulfilling. It should help them analyze what they want more, right? Like what they want to experience more and approach sex more ethically. Because I think a lot of good people, even if they even if, if atheists, um, so there's no faith, you know, not no belief in a in a divine mm-hmm. presence. Would still want to be sort of ethical in how they approach the world um, right. and, and sex with that. Um, but you mentioned people of other faith traditions. I think the book can also be, it's, you know, this is the first book which doesn't start every pass, first of my devotionals, mm-hmm. which doesn't start every day with a scripture passage. Mm-hmm. There are some scripture references in it, um, but it's not uh, solely uh, Christian focused. It's got kind of a Christological center, I think with, you know, with the idea that God is love and, and this person of Jesus came, um, to show us who God is. Um, and that's central to this premise because we are a reflect, reflection of that love and that we need to be driven by love in all of our lives, our lives, but it's not specifically, um, Christian, uh, in in its approach or in its thinking so Mm -hmm. i think you're right i think it can be helpful to um to a wide range of readers
1: awesome awesome well um thank you for that and what i wanted to do next and for those who are listening on the podcast and not watching the video you're not going to hear anything but really groovy music for a couple of minutes Actually, I think it's 45 (laughs) seconds. Um, But I wanted to play the trailer, the beautiful trailer that uh, we have for the book. And uh, Diane did it. Yay, (laughs) Diane. What what complementarity you have in your relationship.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) That's
1: amazing. Okay, so I'm going to play this video now and we'll be back. Oops. (laughs) Oops. <laughs> there we go. Well, I love that little trailer and I cut off the, the groovy music like five seconds early. So sorry about that.
2: I was thinking I didn't hear any groovy music, but I thought it might have just been because we were on the, you know, in this platform.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, well, I hope it came through. If not, they got pretty visuals. The for forty. See
2: right. <laughs> they got can pretty see visual things. for
1: 40 seconds. Yeah. okay well the sex with god cover is there on uh the screen and it's a bunch of rippled Ooh, and um (laughs) very tastefully done and uh, it's very beautiful so when you go to amazon i've got a ticker scrolling at the bottom of the screen um you can order it there but also not only order it, come back and leave a favorable review. That's a big thing on Amazon. Um, And all of Suzanne's books are available there on Amazon. I will have that in the description as well. The link to the description and, or the link to the description. I'll have a link in the description to her book on Amazon and you can order it now. Um, Let's see now um, before we end our little time together Hold on just a second. I'm sorry.
2: No problem.
1: There we go. Um, So uh, just as we wrap up our time together, how would you um, want to encourage people to, to read this book and to um, receive, not just read, but receive the book? Hmm. Uh,
2: I would first say, be brave and, you know, don't be scared for all topics um, when it comes to thinking about God, I think we just don't have to be afraid. We're in an era of deconstruction. A lot of us are, are questioning the things we've been taught. And, um, you know, God gave us minds that, that want to understand. And anytime you love someone, their desire to know you better is going to make you happy. So don't be afraid if, if you're feeling uncomfortable about this topic and this book, hopefully this would walk you gently through and, and you'll see quickly. You don't need to be afraid, but that's my, that's my advice there is don't be afraid and see what God would tell you. And if you know, the Holy spirit is not happy with something you're reading, thinking or, or saying, then <laughs> you'll be convicted about that. And, um, you know, just ask God to guide you and don't be afraid to, to look at topics, which are, um, might make you uncomfortable and push through. How about you, what do you got? Well,
3: I think it's it's much more than, than, well, sex with God, I think that that is throwing people. But I think if you took and you replaced God with higher power or love or the love within you or the desire to be more, um, I think that describes the book even more than the biblical aspect of, of the Christian God. That, that both of us believe in. It's, um, you know, I, I just want people to jump in and be blessed by it. I mean, there are chapters in there that that talk about body image. I mean, it, that's not just a Christian issue, that's an everybody right. issue. So mm-hmm. a lot of everybody issues in this book. And, and that is one of the um, pages that blesses me the most. You know, we all have this problem with, with, with our image, no matter how you look. And this book tells you to push beyond that and push beyond that with your spouse in yourself, so I think there's so much loveliness in it that I don't want people to get caught up in the God word, and, you know. Replace that whatever that is in you, whatever that right. love is in you. That's that's you know my two cents on that one.
1: <laughs> well, I like your two cents. There, worth at least twenty cents? <laughs> there you Seriously?
3: go.
2: Seriously.
1: <laughs> 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 well. It's been a, it's been very lovely having you both on the the ThriveCast today and to talk about the book. I can't wait to read it, and um, mm-hmm. I am just thrilled that someone is finally talking about these kind of things in in straightforward, well, kind of straightforward ways. <laughs> LGBTQI, <laughs> ways. Um, but uh, I think a lot of people have a lot to learn. Um, myself included. So thank you so much Mm -hmm. for being on the Thrivecast today.
2: It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having us. And I'm glad (laughs) you Thank you, Randy.
1: Yeah. I'm so glad you both, you both came on. I talked to Diane a lot. (laughs) So I was like, come on, get on the show. So, Seriously. (laughs) Is there
3: a person behind that keyboard? Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, y'all have a wonderful day. You
2: You too. Thanks, Randy. Take care. Mm -hmm.
1: YouTube. Bye. And that will wrap up our time together today. Um, thank you so much for watching the Thrivecast on Facebook or YouTube. And uh, if you um, want to subscribe to us, we're on all the major podcasting platforms Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Apple all of them. So you can subscribe there. Um, thank you so much for listening. Please like and rate us and follow us on social media at thrive lgbt and you have a wonderful day.
0: The entire team here at Thrive LGBT+ would like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please subscribe to us at iTunes, Spotify and all the major podcast channels. You can also connect with us at most social media platforms with the handle at ThriveLGBT or visit our website at www.thrive.lgbt. Thank you for listening.